have to admit that every Easter Triduum, I'm always kind of surprised at the different services that we have. It kind of breaks us out of our routine of what we're used to, right? We're used to being at church on Sunday morning. Now we're here on a Friday, almost at six o'clock. Even the way that we processed in was a little different, right? We came in without music, the deacon and myself prostrated ourselves, and then we began by just going straight into a prayer. The gospel is a little different, right? We have multiple parts. And you'll notice that mass itself, right, the sacrifice, won't be celebrated. We just go straight into the Our Father. And it breaks us out of this routine. The reason that the church does this is to show us that these three days of the Triduum, right, Holy Thursday, Good Friday, and the Easter Vigil, is all one service. And what we're experiencing today on Good Friday is right in the middle. It's the crucifixion of Jesus. Now, oftentimes, Catholics can almost get a bad rap of focusing too much on the crucifixion, right? Oftentimes, we see just a cross everywhere. But as Catholics, we tend to emphasize the body on the cross, right? The crucifix as well. And today, on this Good Friday, when you guys are here in church on a Friday night, I hope to try to convey the importance of what the crucifixion is and how that still has an impact in our life. It's important to see that what we're celebrating today is not just something that happened 2,000 years ago, but it's something that continues to happen. And I think one of the best ways to help us understand how we're supposed to interact with that is to see how the people 2,000 years ago interacted when they saw it happen in person. So the apostles, for example. Whenever I read the Gospels, at times, I can become frustrated with the apostles, right? When you hear of all the apostles, how John was the only one at the crucifix, right? You hear Peter deny Christ three times. You see all the mistakes that they have. And it's as if you just want to grab Peter and shake him and you say, like, pull your life together. You're losing control. And as I was praying about that, and I say that happens to me often, just like, you know, we can see in retrospect, we see the end of the gospel, we know what's going to happen, and yet we're still critical of Peter who's happening in the middle. I kind of had this thought of, what if my life was written down in a book, right? It became the number one bestseller in the whole world, and everyone's reading it. They see all the moments in which I struggled to follow God, right? All the doubt and worries that I had. The reason that I said that this continues to happen right now is because the way that it happened back then helps us understand it now, right? So we see that Peter had struggles of belief. We see that he doubted. We see that he worried. And even we ourselves, 2,000 years later, even though we know Jesus rose from the dead, we still worry. We still doubt, right? How often does something bad happen and we say, God, why did you let this happen? Right? If God was so good, why did he allow this to happen? Right? We doubt. We have the same worries. We have the same struggles that Peter does because as humans, we're frail. But to help try to explain what do we make of this, I'd like to highlight an event that happened before. Jesus was trying to prepare these disciples for his crucifixion, right? In the Gospels, we know that Jesus told of the disciples many times that he was going to die. 
and they still couldn't believe it, right? They had a hard time. They saw him preach. They saw the miracles that he would perform, and they still could not believe that Jesus was going to allow this to happen. And even at one point, when he tells them that he's going to go through this brutal death, Peter says, we're not going to let this happen. And when I pray with that, I see myself as Peter because Jesus dying is the worst thing that could ever happen in the history of the world. There's nothing worse than Jesus dying. Right? When we talk about the own struggles that we have in our life, maybe a loved one passes away, a close family member, maybe something really terrible happens. All of those are incredibly traumatic events that will try our faith. But nothing will even come close to the person who's in charge of your salvation, your eternal salvation dying. So rightfully so, Peter says to Jesus, I'm not going to let this happen, right? We're going to protect you. And Jesus looks at Peter, and hopefully you know what he says. He says, get behind me, Satan. And it's as if Peter is like trying to, you know, trying to help Jesus. He's trying to do the right thing. And he sees that he's an obstacle to Jesus. Because Jesus knew that he needed to go through this crucifixion in order to conquer death for the resurrection. The reason that Catholics focus on the crucifixion is because you cannot have the resurrection without the crucifixion. And that's the source of all of our joy. The doubt that Peter had in his life on this day, right, 2,000-some years ago, when Peter is, you know, at a distance trying to figure out what's happening to Jesus, and people are saying, aren't you a follower of his? Aren't you a follower of his? He said, no, no, right? Those doubts. That's Peter's cross in his life. That's what he's trying to figure out. That's what he's trying to carry. In our lives, when something bad happens, when we may worry or doubt or question, is God actually good in this situation? Does God actually exist? Does he really care about me? That's the cross in your life. And what happens to that cross? We see that Jesus brings goodness out of it. The only way that Jesus was able to bring goodness out of the crucifixion because those apostles remained faithful, right? Peter came back. Jesus forgave him. He repented. And God was able to then use him to be able to establish the church and to be able to continue out this mission which we participate in to this day. That's why we're here. It's because Jesus wanted us to continue to participate in this mystery. So we see that what was once a cross for Peter became a resurrection in his life. So for us, throughout our days, we ourselves are going to experience the same trials. We're going to experience doubt. We're going to experience worry. We're going to question God. We're going to wonder if he exists, right? Is this all worth it? And the answer is, Jesus will conquer that cross. He will bring salvation out of it. So on this Good Friday which is just a very solemn day, right? You'll notice the music is different, the service is different. It just, it feels weird because it's a strange day. Let us understand that God will bring goodness out of the suffering which we are entering into, that he brings goodness out of our own suffering if only we are faithful. So please let us all continue to remain faithful so that God may always bring goodness out of our suffering.